Welcome back to another episode of Good Enough with Stefano Sanzo. I'm your host, Stefano Sanzo. You are listening, making you a listener, making you a part of my favorite little crew on the planet. I call you the good few because you're good and you are few. And one day you'll be the good many. God willing, if this podcast gets as big as I'd want it to be. But it could just remain the size that it is forever, and I'll just be happy with that. Why? Because it's good enough. Fuck yeah, we stay plugging. That's what we do here, baby. Woo! Speaking of plugs, had a fun episode filled with plugs. Super meta, referencing itself, referencing the thing that we're promoting. It was great. Uh, have my buddy, come on, uh, Ryan Meyer. <laughs> Looking to him for reassurance because it's one of those names that uh, I never really say out loud it's i read it a lot and i always just call him ryan so because i have this tendency to want to say ryan mayer but you know it's ryan meyer that's his name you guys all need this it's pertinent information anyhow he just put out a book what and it's a second book he's put out two books this is a second book it's really cool he's a poet he writes poems uh something that i'm not sure i would ever have the discipline to do uh to write, to put out a book, write poems. It's so, they're so pers- poems are so personal to, to put them out into the universe. That's fucking insane to me. Awesome though. And, uh, he's, he's promoting Tempest. Tempest is his new book that he, uh, that he self-published. Uh, so it was included in Cosmopolitan's 30 new LGBTQ plus books to add to your reading list in 2021. And when Windy City Times, uh, five worth finding. I don't know what Windy City Times is, but I know Cosmopolitan. That's a big fucking name. That's really cool to be getting associated with them. I don't know what soul he had to sell to <laughs> make that happen, but not, I mean, I'm not questioning it. I'm not judging it. Good for him for getting it done. That is really cool of him. And this was a really cool episode. Uh, we, we talked a lot about obviously the book, what inspired it, what inspires him, what makes him a writer. Uh, his, uh, his speak something into infinity was one of my favorite. I think I've ever heard is one. I think I really have to listen to and, uh, and focus on a little bit more. I'll let you hear it yourself though. Get there. Listen to the whole episode. Okay. Don't just cut to the end to hear his great little words into infinity because you're not going to get the context of how he got there. All right. Cause it's, it doesn't really matter what the destination is guys. It's about the journey. Ugh, gross. God, I feel like I need to take a shower after saying that. There's some people who will say shit like that with not an ounce of self-awareness or how cringe they sound. You know what I mean? Like, like people could say that kind of shit with a straight face. Like, do you mean that, you monster? <laughs> oh, we have fun here, and you're gonna have fun uh, for the next hour and change. All right, this was. I think this one might have run longer, or maybe it ran right on time. Who knows? Time is an enigma. It doesn't matter. Nothing's real. <laughs> On that note, I hope everybody is doing swimmingly. Oh, right. I started a new job. No, I didn't. Well, by the time you're listening to this, I've started a new job. By the time you're listening to it, I am at my, I'm punching in for my first job. And that's all I'm going to tell you. Again, I do not want to get fired from this place. I don't want them to ever find out I have a podcast, which is hard because uh, all you have to do is Google my name, which I'm sure they, I'm sure they did as soon as they hired me. Uh, and not that I talk about anything too fucked up on here uh, other than, you know, I, I swear out loud, but like. Swearing isn't illegal. All those um, prayers to Satan on here that I say, though, they might have some questions about that. I don't pray to Satan. The fuck am I talking about? I'm going to let you get to this episode. I love you guys a lot, and you're going to love my guest. We'll see you when we see you, whenever the hell that may be. feel like we're almost at the end of the weirdest times. 
this alternate timeline that none of us ever asked for, but here we are stuck in. Uh, it's it's starting to feel good. Numbers are going down. The bad numbers are going down. Down. The good numbers are going up, and that is great news. Episode fifty six. Ryan Meyer. Almost <laughs> said it. Coming at you. I love you so goddamn much. You guys be great. See ya. Couldn't afford the rights to any songs, so I wrote this one. Hey now, hey now, this is what, what dreams, dreams are, made, are of. made of. Nice, man. I was trying to talk it, like yeah, dramatic I couldn't not. I don't know what it was. I don't know what it was. The the Hannah Montana took me over. That's Hannah Montana, No, right? it's not. It's and Miley I'm Cyrus? Leaving. I'm it? actually going to leave. What? I don't know. It's what? Hillary Duff. Oh, same. a white girl that Disney destroyed. Yeah, same. I was close. No, no, no. <laughs> the first love oh, of my oh, life oh, will oh, not be A, a white girl who Disney stole the soul of. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I was I was pretty much on the money. There's no, I'm still gonna give myself points for that. I'm trying to make it a theme because I mentioned it in another like interview that mm-hmm. I've done for this book. Do you so think people I'm, are following your interviews like a Marvel universe? I hope so. I hope it's like all compiled. Yeah. years. Down you you the have line. just sicko the sicko, amount of Lizzie like, McGuire like, references, like, right? Like misery fans, just like oh, I've, been, I've been following all your work. I listen to all your podcasts. I love that running joke that you have with Hillary Duff. As long as Hillary Duff notices. We I win. think I think you should not, but not just with podcasts. Just in general, you should make it your life's brand to just plug Hil- Hillary <laughs> Duff as like often as you can, either subtly or like blatantly. Like you could just <laughs> that should have been the title of my book, Hillary Duff. <laughs> just Hillary Duff. Is it Mayer or Meyer? It's Meyer. I never Stefano. say it out loud. Fuck you. <laughs> I, ne- I never say it out loud. So it's, it's one of those. I, I've, oh, oh, I say Ryan in person and read Ryan Meyer. On I've your been called Brian Myers before. That's so awful. It's just, That's so bad. I just oh my respond God. no matter what. I'm the same way. Yeah. So um, fu- uh, funny story. about. So you just said Stefano, right? And <laughs> I, I used to hate it when I was a kid. It's Stefano. It's Stefano. I'm always correcting yeah. people. And then one day I was listening to Hot 93.7, right? And Rihanna was doing one of those ad reads for them. And she was like, hey, everybody, it's Rihanna. And I'm here with her. And I was like, oh, my God. (laughs) 100 million people are saying her name wrong. And the queen doesn't give a fuck. Oh, yeah. Nobody cares. She (laughs) She doesn't care at all. She can't even hear us saying it wrong through the sound of her money. Exactly. It doesn't even matter. So I'm like, I I can't ever complain again. And I don't, especially just being in entertainment, you know, quotes entertainment. But, like, my name does get said Sometimes a host on a show or whatever will, you know, say it. And I just, I don't care anymore. If you right. say Stefano, I know who you're referring to. I'm not that big of a douchebag. Right. Any hoozle, who the hell are you? Tell my guests. My name is Ryan Meyer, and I am a poet, writer, author, and I'm publishing my second book. Fuck yeah, dude. It is so cool. It is such a cool looking book. I was Thank telling you. him uh, off air how I didn't read it. And um, I'm a piece of shit friend for that because I got a signed awesome copy. But uh, I don't read things in general. And I hate to admit it because it's such a terrible it's it it's it's such a terrible like lack of discipline because I feel like you should be reading to get smarter and just be better and enrich yourself in life. But at the same time, I'm just I just don't read. But I'm glad to see a friend doing a thing and putting a thing thank out you. and I'll support it in and any way. Thank you I can. for thinking that if we read more we get smarter. Because you could get a lot stupider mm. from depending on what you read. Yeah. I mean if you're just like a dumb person. It's very true. <laughs> I don't know if that's gonna help, but right. it might. 
And so second book, self-published, how does that work? Yeah, I self-published. Um, the first time I published my first book, I've only published the, my first book once. So right. the first time I published was through um, KDP, which is Amazon's self-publishing program. Yeah. And then this time I went through IngramSpark, which is um, they're pretty they're similar, but they're more distribution. Yeah. Um, so like Amazon can pick up books from IngramSpark and so can bookstores and stuff. Cool. They just have a wider distribution. Um, and I think I went that way just because I've learned a lot through my job, which is publishing. So yeah, that's so fucking yeah. interesting that you're so meta. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're self-publishing. <laughs> and I mean, I guess who better to self-publish than somebody who works in publishing. Right. Uh, did you, did you, sure. go to, did you go to school for that? I don't even, um, I, I, I went to school for English and I did media studies as well. You so. did something with an English degree? I did. Dude, how, do all your fucking peers hate you for it? <laughs> all, all Maybe a little, who... but then when they realize like <laughs> the publishing industry, they might not be so jealous. Yeah, that's, that's, that's I, I mean, I guess it's not as glamorous as what you'd be going. No, but I do love it. Know. And it's, you know, it's a, you have to love it to, to really do it and be good at it. That's a I guess. perfect segue into yeah. my, my pretty much the only question I ask anybody, which is, uh, what makes you happy? What gets you out of bed? Uh, is it cheesy if I say reading? Why would that Books? be? Che- why would that be cheesy? No one's ever I don't know. said it. People are always because I don't read as often as I make people think I do. Well, you wear glasses, so I assume you. When I'm not talking to you, you're reading. <laughs> you, okay. You you you, you, you have that vibe, but um, no, no one's ever actually said yeah. reading. So I so mean, go on. art, art, writing in general. Honestly, I think a lot of music I consider. It's writing. It's yeah. all in the same umbrella. Agreed to there. Me. Agreed there. I, I so I, I don't write as as much in the formal sense of like writing something. Like I do, I do have my notes, but it's all I'm a joke writer. Right. So like I put a lot of the jokes that I write, I'm putting out there all the time. You see me on the internet, yeah. Facebook, Twitter. Yeah. I'm always putting that stuff out, and then some I save for the notes for to like eventually bring right. on stage. But for you, reading like. What like ex- explain that a little bit more? Like what where where what is wh- reading? But not like what, where does your love come from? It did it start early? And how oh, long yeah. could you do it for? How often do you do it? What are you into reading? Like I, I wow. Okay, so those are all good questions because <laughs> I started reading when I was like probably way too young to the point where like my family was like, oh my gosh, he's so smart. Like he's such an avid reader. Right. And I was like, I'm just memorizing the pages that you're reading to me and I'm reading them back to you. That's So still, you think I'm reading? That's still a talent. So I've been just fooling people for right. 26 years. How mm-hmm. old am I? Um, but yeah, so then I, it just kind of went from there and I wanted to like, I always told stories, made my like folks <laughs> sit there and listen to my stories and they were all terrible. That is something that I've, um, I've, I've always been not good at telling a story, which is annoying because I have a life where a bunch of stories have happened. Like think, I guess everybody could say that, but it's just like, I have a bunch of things that I know I can make funny, interesting stories that I'm like, ah, I'm just so fucking bad at telling them. Yeah, but that's what you do. You tell stories. R- yes. But like, I mean, aren't jokes sort of like little baby stories? Yeah. Th- well, jokes are, it depends. Jokes. It, it's, it's a, it's a massive thing. It's such a vague topic. Jokes are, cause right. they, it depends on what style of joke you're talking about. Some jokes are just telling a story. Others are like a riff, like a turn of a phrase. I'm taking a phrase and just like tweaking it a little bit to mean something else uh, a lot of jokes are just comparing comparing two things that shouldn't be compared right that's a, yeah. a lot of times what like a joke that you're hearing is really like you know something is is like this and you're in your head you're like no those things aren't related that is 99 poetry yeah no shit that's all it is See, if you read stuff it's all 
comparing things to other things and being like the beauty of this is that it's like this and the fascinating thing yeah. about this podcast that i've personally gained that i keep on noticing is no matter who i bring in here fitness people artists uh comedians musicians we all end up almost having the same conversation there's just this weird about <laughs> not the same like all the conversations are different but they are all we all arrive at the same truths which right. is so fascinating to me yeah everything is so similar everything is related somehow there's, there's no overlap. reason that it should yeah. be there's no reason that fitness <laughs> should be related to poetry but like you could draw the lines easily yeah um but po- i know actually someone who calls himself the world's strongest poet that guy sucks <laughs> I fucking hate no. that person so much. <laughs> I did not say that. No, 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 no. I get that. He's like a like a bodybuilder, and yeah. he writes poetry. No, no. I, yeah. I that's yeah, yeah, yeah. it makes sense though, because like uh, I mean, it's annoying because he's good at both. But... Yeah, that is really annoying. <laughs> but like, it's about finding your niche, I suppose. Yeah. And like, if you do cross over in those categories, might as well take it. Like, um, yeah. Uh, there's there's a really fun. There's this one of the strongest men in the world happens to also be a gay man. So, of course, he's world's strongest gay. More of us are than you realize. (laughs) Um, I mean, strong, not gay. (laughs) But but you are gay. (laughs) So it works for both. We're both ways. We're uh, all in many ways. Right. But uh, I I, I thought that was like a, a pretty, like, yeah. He's, he's not wrong. He doesn't need to hold a competition. He's like, anyone stronger than me want to come out? And all of them are like, no, no, no. <laughs> it's like, well, that's that's my title then. Right. So, yeah. There you go. But uh, that's really cool. So so you start so reading obviously was an early on passion which it's yeah. funny reading for me was rough i i was one of those like late starts to r- words did not make sense to me reading did not make right. sense to me like i i was taking those like special classes in like first grade because i was like behind everyone oh. and then it all came together and i'm like a fine reader now everybody but learns differently it's true it doesn't it's matter. true school is not it's funny that school is designed you know as this like streamlined things when there's a billion different brains passing oh, through yeah. the, the system yeah. that is school. <laughs> so like, yeah, you get, you get, uh, some people get caught with caught up in the weight side, washed up in the weight. You I'll know just say it, everyone gets from it, what they get from it. That's a really good, that's such a poet, poet fucking way to say anything. <laughs> oh man. You're going to get out of this, what you get out of it. It's you're fucking, all going to think I'm way artsier than I no, am. No, no, we do art. We do art here. And you are very artsy. You've Thanks. published two fucking books, Ryan. <laughs> you're right. You're humble is what you are. <laughs> Um, but, uh, so how does that evolve into write? Like, so you're reading, eventually you start doing it yourself. Cause like, yeah, I know that like I was in love with comedy and eventually I start writing jokes on my own. It's like, I love this thing and now I want to start doing the thing. So like you love reading and I guess eventually, like wh- when do you start noticing the writing, um, the creative aspect I guess coming into just, place? I don't know. You just, I liked reading so much that I was like, I wanted to do this myself. I wanted to make my own stories and draw my own pictures and stuff and it was i don't know it's kind of like one of those questions that overlaps with everyone asking me like what would you do if you weren't doing this mm-hmm. and i'm like i don't know i've ever done anything else so i'd <laughs> it'd be like right but doing I'm, but i'm just saying like but yeah i mean it, is it there just, like a is there a sp- specific piece of writing that made you that inspired you to start creating yourself um, i would say i would say more for poetry yes than re- writing in general okay Poetry was a little bit more of a click because I wasn't really exposed to it until, I don't know. I, I always say college, but I did do a little bit of poetry in high school, but where we went to high school, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, it was, it was great, and I love the people that introduced me to it, um, but college was where I was introduced to, like, Ashbury and 
O'Hara, and then I loved their work, and then realized they were gay too. <laughs> I was like, wow, I'm just dumb, and probably didn't read the parts where they're like, hey, I'm super gay. <laughs> well, it's, but I don't, I don't know if they're gonna make it that explicit in the book, and, and it should, no. I, which I like as far as like that's where I want. As far as like social justice and understanding of these topics, I'd love it to get to that point where there's no such thing as like, you know, your sexuality doesn't have to be an identifier. Right. I would, no. I love, I would love that because that's exactly, I'm not known as a straight guy. I'm just known as a guy. You know what right. I mean? Like, I, like, but I do think of you as Stefano straight guy. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I do. My, my, I have you all categorized in my brain. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but no, for, for but me, it's that kind of, sorry, no, but, go, but go. that kind of like. That's where it comes into play where, like, when I have to pick a category for where my book's going to show up on, like, Amazon, for example, LGBT is an option. Yeah, no. And I'm like, I don't want that to be an option, but I'm going to click it. Yeah, like, of course. I want to be in that world because I am in that world. Yeah. But I don't want my writing to be defined as LGBT writing. Beautiful. Yes. Yeah. Because um, that's who I am. It's not what I do. Right. If that makes sense. No, no. I it makes perfect sense. It's super weird and not necessary, but it's necessary to get to the point where it doesn't need to be. Yeah, 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 exactly. But no, obviously you're going to play to the, you know, right. I guess market, you know. Yeah. But the community you're a part of, obviously you would want them, you know, because they would want to support you as well. So right. that, that that you know, that's a great thing to be pushing it uh, toward. Right. But, and it, where it's been picked up so far in, I hate saying in the headlines, but it has been and for that. So right. and for the LGBT side of it. So I'm grateful for that. But yeah, you just drop the thing. You want to move. Yeah, I mean... Move product. I mean, it, people... Like, I do it, too. I search for LGBT movies. Just, right. Just, like, sometimes I want to watch a dumb gay sitcom. Right, and I do the same thing. I, I, look, I look up straight movies, and it's just... <laughs> All I watch is Marvel That's movies. That's all of the other ones. Yeah, so. <laughs> literally every movie. It's, it's 99% of movies. They're all just straight guy movies. And yeah, there's, pretty much. Um, the LGBTQ. I, that's, I, I know up to Q. There's more. I don't know the order, but I know other It's implied. Letters. It's kind of like a number. Yes. It's, it's kind of like uh, pi. It's like you, you, 3.14 <laughs> and you know the rest. I mean, you I, can't mention them all the time because it's not efficient to speak. We took back queer as an umbrella term. Yeah. So you can't use that as an insult to us anymore because we just won't. It doesn't matter. Like, I like that. And I'm, d- d- is, is, that tr- is that true though? Like, like can um, you, like if I said, like if you say it in the, in. Well, I guess it's one of those like straight people can't call us queer, but we uh-huh. can call each other queer. Oh, kind of like Jew. <laughs> sure. Yeah. You know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Like, like Jews call themselves the yeah. Jews all the time. But if I, like me just saying Jews right there, that, that, that was not. Right. That You're didn't sound get great. Me in trouble for not even saying what you said. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. Damn. Well. It's okay. I think you're too early on in your career to get canceled. And you're not even problematic anyway. Oh, so, thanks. um, none of my opinions are Ryan's guys. He came on here <laughs> to sell his book. Don't be. But I mean, no if you're listening to this, you. you probably know that Stefano's going to say the things that Stefano was saying. I wish, I should hope so. I, I, yeah. I, what what else would I? Be? I don't know how to say other people's words. That's not true. I'm an actor. I know exactly how to say people's other people's <laughs> words. It's easy for me. Uh, you're doing great. Thanks, man. You're I appreciate it. Who's interviewing who? Anyway, um, but I am super proud of you. This is awesome. <laughs> thanks. I mean, it's not my studio, but it is the studio that I well, operate out of. You and have ha- a podcast and, and that's helped build. Cool. A lot of my money has gone into studio time to make it look this pretty. Looks so, great. Yeah. Uh, I no. will tell people that there is like a, a salt crystal here sitting right next to us. And I mean, and how- I'm totally going to like say that this is a super TJ Maxx of you. <laughs> Again, I'm, I'm not the one decorating it. However, I would have decorated it maybe exactly like this. So so I can't. I, I, I'll, I'll take credit good for vibes. it. Yeah. Good vibes. Bringing only good vibes. It's a great song. I don't know if you know. But um, yeah, man, I, I, I love to see that you're putting out more stuff. In fact, 
when uh when Haunt came out, your first book, I was supposed to present you at your thing at the at the what what, yeah, what would you have called it was that? My reading, reading, you a reading. Failed. I wasn't. I think I had either a comedy show or a play or something. I knew there was. A, I could not be there. It's fine. You, it doesn't seem fine. It's, you seem mad at me. It's not, but <laughs> I have to be a dick to you, or <laughs> right, right. Well, but still, you, or this wouldn't have happened today. <laughs> you being a dick to me is still not nicer than just about anybody's nice. <laughs> you're wow. just a, you're you're sweet. Did you hear that, everyone? Did you hear that? You are a sweet. Stefano uh, called me nice. You're a sweetheart of a person. Thank you. Even though you're, I'm I, putting that on my gravestone. <laughs> a, a sweetheart was of a nice person. and gay. <laughs> 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 um, uh, uh, so uh, my grandparents don't hear this, right? Well, do they not know? <laughs> no, they do. I mean, <laughs> Brian, I mean, your your book is literally cl- covered in flamingos. It's like, it's I mean, like, it's awesome though. No, it's beautiful. But I'm just saying that I, a straight man didn't, didn't publish bad. this. What is it really? I it, I found it on a bathroom wallpaper. Oh, <laughs> at a restaurant. It does kind of look like a bathroom <laughs> or at wallpaper. Least something like it. But it was one of those things where I saw it and thought it was cool. Yeah. And I don't even remember if it's the same exact one, but I saw it. There's a website called unsplash which is like um stock photos that are free like oh, people cool. donate them to nice. like promote their their art yeah um and i found this and i was like it's got to be meant to be if this is like making me think the same thing yeah, yeah you know yeah, what yeah. i mean so i just leaned in and went for it that's so cool and yeah. I, I i'm not a massive fan of flamingos but i love pink so i guess maybe <laughs> i don't know maybe, maybe maybe those two fight but like i love i i looked at this book and I'm just, i just love the colors i love it yeah it pops and I, yeah i wasn't significantly like yes flamingos i was just like that looks cool right and then that inspired the first poem in the book that i put first on purpose because it's called flamingo nice (laughs) now um this is a hacky question but i gotta know tempest what's that about so so, so the book is called tempest by it started with it yes it's called tempest um if you look it up it's tempest colon poems because i didn't want it to be too generic of a word for you to search for oh smart move because like there's the tempest by shakespeare that's why my podcast <laughs> so, is technically called good enough with stefano sanzo so that you know people have tried you know not necessarily stolen the title from me but other uh, another you know there is other another good enough podcast out there right. that came after mine so you could always find mine and that's yeah. a smart move to to add yeah. some more words to a thing just for search purposes but right. go on um but it's <laughs> it's a deftone song title nice tempest. dude we love we love our band references I, here. Yeah, you know, like I said, music is a huge you, you, influence. You, you on know, my I work. have a dashboard confessional tattoo on my heart. Yes. So yeah, that stuff speaks. Your um, love for them is. It's gross. It's really, really gross. <laughs> I was gonna say cute. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, I mean, I would be lying to myself if I knew I wasn't going to reference Evanescence on this podcast. Is, are you an Evanescence guy? Are you being annoying, or are you just wake being me an- up? <laughs> Everyone I know is like, you only talk about them. And I'm like, that's what so else funny. is there to talk about? But that's so funny because I see them more as, all right, don't sue me for this, but like a one hit wonder because everybody knows that one Evanescence song. Yeah. Wake me up, it's wake me up. It's just one Say of those things where I'm like, obviously there wasn't really like social media at the time, but it's like, if, if I like went to you and said your favorite comedian hasn't come out with anything since the last time I heard something of theirs yeah. you'd be like they always come out with stuff all the time right you right. know what i mean so yeah, it's like yeah. this i don't know i think it's one of those funny things where i'm like they've come out with like three three and a half albums since then yeah it's a good it's, you know what <laughs> which is I, so funny that's exactly how i am with dashboard because yeah. a lot of people only know them know the music they made like last song i don't know like stolen like music from like yeah 12 maybe like 15 years ago I that mean, song came out was 
places that you've come to fear the most before that? Before. Oh, was yeah. that the first album? No. Oh. Okay. No. Well, no, then I no, thought I was super yeah. like indie for a second, and then I just no, no, you're it. doing you're doing great. No, uh, that was the first record I heard by them. Well, it, it depends on how far you want to go. You're talking sure. to a bona fide dashboard nerd, right? So, so like if you I'm really want to relate, if you really want to take it further, <laughs> he uh, Chris Caraba, who is who is dashboard confessional. Dashboard confessional right. has band members that go in and out. It's Chris Caraba, the lead singer. Is, yeah. that's the name of the project. Is dashboard confessional. Before that, he was the singer for Further Seems Forever, which was a completely different band. So, so that um, doesn't count. Because it's not Dashboard Confession. You're right. You're and right. We're not talking but, about that. But uh, Places You've Come to Fear the Most <laughs> might have been their first full-length studio album. But they had um, they had a three-song uh, a three-song EP called I can't remember what it's called now. But um, but yeah, yeah, they they go with and they're great. This is all super interesting to people who give a, a massive fuck about Dashboard Confessional, which is only me. Everyone, but, this is um, literally what we talk about when we're not. That's what on I was just gonna air. say. Him and I are both emo nerds, yeah. And uh, so so oftentimes we'll just nerd out about mm-hmm. some emo stuff. And I I love I love emo. I love the resurgence it, it oh, has yeah. gotten. You know, like I love that. I don't know if you saw um uh, not not the Black Parade, but the album before that. Um, three cheers for sweet revenge yeah. um yeah. it got back in the top 200 recently because all these kids are now rediscovering it as like retro music do you want to hear something fucked up that i realized the other day oh no that scared me <laughs> so when emo when emo was big for us when we were falling in love with emo music it is now about as old as 80s music was to us at the time oh don't say that <laughs> that was like weird. when all those articles came out about uh they were like oh that 70s show is about a time where it was taking place at a time where that time frame between them making it and it coming out yeah. is them making it to now yeah, one, is uh, the same time frame. One, yeah, 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 exactly. Does that make sense? No, it does. It and does. I was but, like, don't say But that's something like I that. realized like <laughs> right now we're on track. We're like follow. That's about how old all this emo music is getting. Right. Like the Black but time Parade is a is man-made gonna... concept and nothing matters. Thank so. you. No, we're already getting No there, one man. gets old. You just look different. Exactly. And we're all the same person. <laughs> we're all the same uh proton yeah what's that theory that we're all brains in a vat somewhere in a simulation it 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 makes more and more sense every time the weirder things get the more i'm like yeah this seems (laughs) like just poorly written fucking daytime tv at this point like it's it's (laughs) it's getting ridiculous just like the plot lines the 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 news the news articles it's like yeah but we're not here to talk about the bullshit going on in the world we're here to talk about (laughs) poetry but not necessarily poetry in general i actually want to uh, um I, I wanted to talk more about uh some of your music because music i feel inspires you just oh, yeah, as much Cause, totally because music kind is of written in the same way absolutely for, uh, uh, the way it looks on the page yeah no yeah. absolutely just so true because just not with like not chorus not that i'm constantly looking up lyrics like a 12 year old girl but i did i mean do it all the time and yeah if when i you, didn't i wouldn't we wouldn't right. have this but yeah exactly when you look at the structure of a song yeah. especially emo songs um yeah it's just a poem it's just yeah. a poem with and a lot of it is like you could clearly tell they're poets who do the music afterwards um yeah. but i think bright eyes mm-hmm. is a great example of that 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 guy i actually didn't know who they were until maybe like last year oh really when emo started coming back and I'm i was not, like yeah, all exactly. the stuff that i missed out on that's the nice is thing what about, i caught exactly up on. <laughs> exactly yeah because but then i also like knew about bands that were part of that quote-unquote emo resurgence before i knew that they were considered emo right like, i love balance and composure r.i.p to that band but i don't know um they're amazing and they only did three albums but when they first came out and like i don't even remember oh eight oh nine oh oh ten good time 10. to come out yeah <laughs> um it was like quote unquote new emo. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I wouldn't even put them in the same 
category as some of those. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, no, I I, I agree. Well, because now there's, it's funny, there's e- new emo bands even right. today. And like it's, even Evanescence, I don't consider emo. I consider that right. post grunge. That's 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 another thing. Like if if you weren't around for the era, you didn't realize you you didn't get to like watch right. live how it was developing. Where like emo was really like three bands, and then yeah, there I was, was just say like the use My Chemical Romance. Yeah, uh, Hawthorne. But I was Heights, definitely more of a all those person. Guys. Yeah, I love My Chemical Romance, but My Chemical Use Romance was is my... huge. Um, yeah, My Chemical Romance is like the proto. I would say they are emo. Oh yeah, they, they are like yeah. emo as far as the marketing of it. The, and then you have Paramore, the, the aesthetic. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, I would like die for them because there was. Well, I would die for Haley Williams. Oh my god, everyone should. I can say that, that too. Yeah, she's gorgeous. Um, just in general, just for an, everything ama- she stands amazing for. Performer. And the, did you hear the solo albums? The Do you solo- want to cry? No, not right now. You should. I will. I mean, not I'll, now. I'll check it out. So Haley Williams is air. just putting that music on her own. Yeah. Oh, that's fucking awesome. It's amazing. About time. It's amazing. Um, and uh. Yeah, another thing that was happening during the era that's like it's all been mushed together. Pop punk is its own genre, oh, yeah. but they would all also be on the same show as emo because they they go hand in hand, like yeah. a, a lot of crossover there. Right, but you and can't there's even crossover between just like regular alt rock. Exactly. Like I don't know if you're. I mean, I'm annoying. I'm wearing a teenage wrist shirt right now, but teenage teenage wrist teenage wrist. Yeah, super emo sounding, but they're more like inspired by like the kind of grungy alt rock kind of like well, now they sound a little bit more like jimmy Eat world which is amazing and nice. i love that but like i when i saw them live it was at a the main concert mm-hmm. and they're pop punk yeah <laughs> so well, it's like so i think all of the everything all of the bands we're talking about were uh were kind of breakoffs of like the late 90s grunge era yeah. gr- grunge Alt rock, all of them. But I wouldn't birth. even like put them in that category. But they're no, definitely would, influenced right. by that. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So what I was trying to get at was emo wasn't it wasn't really a genre because it was it was a scene. It was right. it was it was a True. Yeah. it was an umbrella term. But now these emo emo bands now new emo bands coming out are making music that's almost like more emo than emo was <laughs> because they're yeah. taking all of it together and making their own thing. Like I don't know if you've heard yeah. of Neck Deep. Yeah. Um, I love them to death yeah. and they have the squealy pop punk vocals, hmm. emo style, emo lyrics, <laughs> you know, that shit. Like kind of cringy, but I, you enjoy I it. I love anyway. it. I, lo- yeah. I know it's cringy and I fucking <laughs> love it because it's, it's, it speaks to my soul. It's fucking white dudes complaining about suburbia. Like that was me. Yeah. That, that's singing about pizza. Exactly. Yeah. So literally that's, that's what it's all about. <laughs> um, but if you want me to bring it back to Tempest, yes, I am. So this kind of talks. This kind of you'll like this because I use the word dichotomy in this, uh, and that was our oh my god, history. I forgot about dichotomy. <laughs> we, we, should we'll you t- tell them that or should I? Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll do it uh, yeah, yeah. real quick, real quick. So me, uh, Ryan, and a mutual friend, Nathan Iraziri, had don't we, name him. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you know, he he wants he he should come on eventually, but um, we basically came up with a sketch group that we did nothing with we never did we we shot literally an intro to the group that was great but never even put that out and no one ever <laughs> even knew that that it existed and yeah. we had come up with the the name was uh die comedy d-i-e comedy uh which was a play on the word dichotomy uh and also kind of like reference all of us having this love for the dark and emo shit ryan is also a um he hasn't even mentioned it at all, which I'm surprised about, but like horror movies and Ryan usually are the same sentence every time they're mentioned. Thank you. Yeah. I, I mean, 
I, and I love his commit. I love his love for it. Like I'm <laughs> into scary movies, but this guy's into scary movies, and hopefully we could fit some of that in. So yeah. dichotomy, yeah. dichotomy, go. So Tempest, I pulled from. I mean, I love. So we're talking about music again. Deftones, I think, captures dichotomy the best. In what not. way? I'm not very familiar so with them. So they're heavy and they're. And, and they're you know it's rock music it's it's industrial sounding or it was at one point mm-hmm. um they've changed so much but it's still heavy to an extent yeah but he's his voice is so soft and soothing and like people talk about like there's like memes about like deftones like this isn't sexy enough this isn't horny enough we need to make it horny. <laughs> <laughs> so um the song tempest it kind of builds and i loved the like soft versus dark and i don't want to say spooky but Spooky, say spooky. You yeah, I mean yeah. Tempest, and it and it sounds when you say the word Tempest, it sounds so nice. It does, but it means something so violent, right? It's tempest a, is a type of crazy storm. Yeah, right? yeah, it's a tropical storm yeah, that yeah. like hurts people and like. And a tropical storm rips also rips your house out of the ground. Talk like, about dichotomy. Uh, a tropical storm, exactly. Like, a, a, yeah. a, a horrifying, deadly Oxymoron. thing in yeah. paradise. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly, <laughs> in a so. place where people vacation too. Yeah, and it's something that I wanted to capture in Haunt too, but I think I did it a little more in Tempest because it's, and and I like hate describing it as like, oh, everyone's got their own Tempest storm, but you do. You have your own things you're dealing with that people don't see. I, I always say everybody's um, got their shit. Yeah, 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 and that's a better way to say it. But <laughs> that's not better. It's just like, um, you know. I kind of say it on the back. I say like, brave the Tempest, and I'm like, yeah. it's so catchy that I have to put it. But I'm never gonna say. It. Yeah. But um. I yeah. Love, I like how self-aware you are. That's important. Yeah. I mean, that's, I, I that's a have person to embrace the cheese if I'm gonna be a writer. Yeah. 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 And that that is a, a person truly born of the emo era of just like <laughs> of of saying cringy shit while yeah. hating yourself and being aware of yourself for hating <laughs> for saying the cringy exactly. shit. Exactly. But no, that's 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 a beautiful point. So so yeah. so the tempest. That's what we all deal with. Is what you're saying. That yeah. That, and I wanted that to reflect what's in the book too. Like I, poetry is so musical and it flows. Um, I know people don't like to say like there's a flow to this because it's, it's making like me want to super read this so weird. Bad. But I, I'm going to I, read the fuck out of there's all this like now. a music to poetry in itself that it you know reads like a song. Like you read to the end of a line and that line is the way it is on purpose. Mm-hmm. Like I pick what the first word in that line is and the last word in that line. So you think about that word before you go to the next line. You know what I mean? So, yeah, you're supplanting ideas. But and then, yeah. yeah, and so there's a music to it, but, like, what you're actually reading could be something super vulnerable and super personal to me. And I don't want to say it's super dark, but, you know, everyone's, like you said, everyone's got their shit. And yeah. that's, you know. I'm so excited to peel through this now. With that with <laughs> yeah. that said, with that understanding of it, like, I, I didn't understand that's how... A, a book of poetry your book of poetry has been composed yeah. that it's that it, and it's, it's not it's, unique to my work but that's what i wanted to that's you're the, the one theme. who made this up it's <laughs> you it's this is this is a ryan meyer te- did not technique exist until this will be this will be taught in schools as your thing i don't wow. want to hear another word of it uh imagine this is taught in schools i would not like that <laughs> well i mean first off you'd be dead right because that's the only way that we're interested um, in teaching a book sure. in school uh, is that is that right? I don't think so. I could be making that up. Probably not. Okay. <laughs> well, I, I, <laughs> but I'm going to say yes just to make you feel I better. I spread a lot of disinformation <laughs> on this podcast. It's basically a propaganda tool for the idiots. We're here to learn about a product, but not to learn like new things. Right. No, no, we're not. Exactly. We're it's not, not educational. No, God, no. I, it's it's listed under comedy for a reason. Okay. I, 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 I want to be able to just say penis for no reason. Like that. 
that's you're laughing like that's uh, the, <laughs> you're so mad this is oh, this is also like so i was like oh you know what i'm, I'm gonna like sit down and listen to a bunch of this podcast because i'm like i'm very easily distracted so i can't like i can listen to music while i work but i can't listen to podcasts while i work yeah because i'll find myself like leaning in and like watching even though <laughs> there's nothing to watch yeah, i'm just yeah. listening right but like because if someone's talking, I'm going to start typing what they're saying mm-hmm. in my ear. That's funny. So yeah. I'm like, I just wasted like two hours where I should have been doing something important. Yeah. Well, if you, if you I have was a... listening to Stefano talk to people. Right. Well, if you have a job that's writing heavy, podcasts could not be yeah. a great idea. Like I, I personally, I... I operate machinery and um, I, I could listen to people talk. I because... don't think I knew that. Yeah, I mean, I don't really talk about like my day job right. much. Actually, I I just left my day job today to start oh. a new one. Monday, uh, I'm going to another job. Oh, nice! Pretty Congratulations! Excited. Thank you, thank you. It's really cool. I will be operating uh, machines that use lasers to weld and engrave shit. It's I will be so, as far away from that it is physically so as possible. So fucking cool. <laughs> but <laughs> those people should not trust you. No kidding. Yeah, no, no. They sh- I I cannot believe they might I got be that listening. Job. I don't want. I, I want I, you to keep your job. I, I, I really <laughs> cannot believe I got that job. But I'm <laughs> fucking stoked about it. There's a really cool company. I'm not going to mention them because uh, I. Don't I don't want to get fired but uh, <laughs> get fired from a job that i don't even have yet but i do have it i start monday i think i could be making all this up i'm a crazy person no uh well we already knew that so yeah but yeah. tempest runs as a so there's a beginning and middle and an end to it as well you would say as far as like um, do you have like I, a sh- so in haunt i had three or five interludes but i didn't go for that this time mostly because i kind of i don't want to say this is like leftover poems that didn't fit into haunt mm-hmm. but yeah, there's not really an order to this. I only made sure that much like a tempest. The... <laughs> ah, plugging it. Ah, surprise! Surprise! There's Meta. tempest. Right. <laughs> tempest isn't gonna warn you. Well, I mean, it will. It will because yeah. it'll look like there's a storm coming. Right, right, right. But um, I guess the, the heavy hitting poem I put at the end, mm-hmm. the one that's most about me, I guess. Yeah. Um, and something about a long form poem, I was like, that should be at the end to kind of like be the big encore. Nice. I did that for Haunt too. The longest poem is the last one. Nice, dude. But I figured since the most one of the most recent poems I wrote was called Flamingo because of the cover, I was like, let's put it first. Perfect. Yeah. It's it's kind of like a fun intro. Yeah. I mean, flamingos aren't any sort of serious. That's that's a good way to. Uh, I feel like it's a good yeah. way to guide slowly careen people into the madness i'm like, not saying oh, this, this is so pretty and then at the end they're like oh i'm so depressed now nice i'm so excited to read this dude <laughs> no um, i hope it i hope it makes people embrace themselves a little more is what i hope people get out of this awesome man that's such an important yeah i, I like that you are aware and you're cognizant of the effect you want to have on people yeah i mean you don't want someone to read your book and be like cool and then that's it. <laughs> right, yeah. You want them want it to I don't know. I want them to go like sit in their brain a little bit. Go to Pride Parade. I mean, after everything, don't go now. <laughs> no, wait. Dude, speaking of Pride Parade, we gotta tell them the story. Of ah, Gay Beach Day. Sh- <laughs> this is one of my favorite things that's ever happened. I'm so when glad. When I tried to convert you. I'm so glad you're here to corroborate this story. You're gonna make a, me sound like the most great evil one. queer person. No, you're not the most you're the sweetest queer person the on earth. But you definitely tried to convert me and for like a few months, there was a running joke, but not a joke of you being like, come on, you know, you want to join our team. And I'm like, I'm not gay. Just listen. Let's do guys. Oh, God. So um, it's not can, as exciting as you guys are really going to think it is. Don't take the steam out of my story. I already <laughs> my told you. my favorite I'm, thing to do. It's, yeah, like, I already told you I'm bad at storytelling. And then you're over here like, I'm let's sorry, make it continue. worse. <laughs> so, so I, you guys know I'm a runner. I talk about the marathon at nauseum because it's the only important thing I've ever done in my life. But... <laughs> So I'm on a run at um, um, Walnut Beach in Milford, 
And uh, I get there nice and early because I'm a sun junkie and I want to just be out in the sun and run and enjoy my life and have a great run, long run, maybe uh, eight miles or something like that. So the way that boardwalk works, it's only a mile long. It's actually, I think, or a half mile long. Uh, whatever it is, I have to do a lot of laps to get the mileage in, right? So I'm running, I'm running, and I see like a gay pride, I want to say umbrella or something like that. <laughs> it's the flag, yes, the big flag. Some, all right, there's a gay pride flag, and I'm like, shout out to, yeah. I think it's Connecticut Sound. Pride. Yes. I, and I, I love that's it. That's what I, they call them. I see it, and I'm like, yeah, man, awesome. A couple gay, a few people, gay people getting together, enjoying the beach proudly. What? How far society has come that they could just do that and and, and enjoy themselves and not not worried about getting bothered. Awesome. And, and I then run. Stefano had to come and bother us. Stop. <laughs> you got to understand the story from my perspective. That's my first lap. I come back around and a couple more gay friends showed up. I'm like, "Good for you guys. Fuck yeah." And now friends there's like Friends of yours? No. Oh, just listen. Sorry. Listen, listen for a second. I run by again, and now there's gay. It just keeps on getting bigger and bigger. There's more and more gays flocking to what was just a flag in like five gays is now like 20, 30, 40. On my like one of my last passes, I see it's got to be a couple of hundred. It's it's a it massive. It is yeah. a massive gay gathering. It there's was like, like the fourth year in a row they were doing that. There's so. this big like unicorn float in the water. That's just they're just taking so much attention. You know the gays. <laughs> it's incredible. They're gonna like they're gonna get mad at me for talking about this because this is like not my. It's like a not a brand, but it's like. Someone has been running this for a long time. Oh, I'm uh, I'm in love. I thought it was beautiful. Like they have shirts and stuff. Like that's the kind of. They're gonna get mad about publicity. <laughs> no, <laughs> they're what? gonna be like, "Why are you talking about what? us?" <laughs> All right, listen, man. I'm I may not be of the affiliation, but I know gays love attention. So I don't know. I don't know what you're getting out of. Well, know. I'm bi, and we hate that. Oh, so. right, right. Well, you're you're bi, so you guys either love or hate everything. That's just the way that the the bi's yeah, I'm making massive totally. generalizations that I have no business speaking of, and they're all gonna get me canceled. But I'm trying to tell the story. There are no right answers. <laughs> We're all winging it. Um. Anyway, and then I eventually see uh my my buddy Ryan. Of course, he's in he's in the gate. What was a gay pride beach gathering parade? Um, what I is, called what? it gay beach day, but I don't think that was. The yeah, it was a gay beach day though. It was yeah. a gay beach day, and, yeah. and it was a gay be block party. It was fantastic, and he, was cool. and and you invited me over, and I came and hung out. And I had just finished a run, and I had also lifted that day, so I'm like, like sore, and I, I started doing. Oh, some, you're trying to do like. I started doing some stretches, and your buddy who I was with, uh, your buddy who was like with us over there, he looks at me, he's like, "Are you seriously doing downward dog at a gay pride <laughs> beach party?" I'm like, "Oh my god, you're right." He's I'm trying to remember which <laughs> year that was. Who I was was I with? I was with Josh that time, right? I, yes, I believe the year so. before I. I don't think I had met him yet, so I went with my friend. Uh, I, I I couldn't tell you yeah. who was it. There was so and her many brother people. was not gay, so he was like he like left and came back and like made all of the friends. And yeah, like, yeah. You don't know but any of these people. Anyway, it was just this. It was like this weird because I didn't know that there was an event scheduled. It started yeah. with me seeing a gay pride flag and turned into I've never seen that many gay people in in, in one right. place ever. Like I haven't been to like a gay pride parade or anything like that. So like it's a nightmare. No I'm kidding. Yeah, I, it's, it seems like a blast honestly i just I, i've never no one's ever been like hey come to gay pride with us. like it would be it would be seriously suspect of me to just go to a gay pride parade on my own i don't go to any parade on my own yeah just, so, so so for me for me um guys i'm not gay i don't know why is everyone why is everyone just flocking me right now i don't like no i'm just kidding um trust me no one cares nobody cares <laughs> at all it's you know what i i feel like i always have to defend it because i do musical theater and it's just there's an association there 
Yeah, it's a little gay, right? <laughs> he he held up. He held up his but fingers. I'm gonna be honest. I'm not in a musical theater, and right. I get attacked for that all the time. You're not being a good gay. You're not, not, I'm not solidarity. I'm, not. I'm like, I'll watch Dracula with you any day of the week. Right. Like the old school, like. Is Dracula of the gays? I don't know what's gay culture. Um, I know. It depends I, on which one you watch. I know the Babadook got t- taken up for, for whatever reason. <laughs> well, that was cool until I was like, wait, they're replacing the B with Babadook, and Bys are already, like, so chastised for not picking a side that we're taking oh, less LG, seriously. Babadook. Yeah, the, oh, that's funny. And I'm like, we're taking less seriously now than we were before. So this is, yeah. it was like cool for like two seconds. By the way, Babadook is uh, just a scary movie uh, monster, I guess you could He's say. He's like a movie monster that's like well dressed. So that's yeah. why they put him in a movie. Exactly. <laughs> um, and speaking of bi, I've, I've, it seems like a chore. It seems like a lot to because to, like just just no I, one is on your side right like so straight women gay men yeah exactly no, that's and, a generalization and, but it's no it's cool it's, it's speaking in generalization yeah speaking in generalizations helps understand like the reality of the fact that like some of it's true right but um that and just being someone who is, is like it I'm not bi, but I'm saying like from from that perspective, like it seems so hard because dating on its own is fucking awful. <laughs> to be into everybody and not know which one you're gonna want to impress the most, the wine like if you're into monogamy, trust me, you're into just as many people as you would be. If right. You were, well, I mean, I guess it depends on what kind of a straight person you are. If right. you're like every one, every woman turns you on, then first of all, say- that's pretty like. That's Toxic. also a chore. Yeah, yeah, no, not 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 every not every woman. It's, I know people that are like that. Yeah, there's but, more more. It's more of a, I'll take a pretty generally pretty looking person it's more about the, the brains and the mind and the personality and how we'd meld like that Aww. that's that don't give me that shit oh, i stefano you're e- so sweet easily annoyed i'm just easily <laughs> annoyed. i can't pretend to be interested in someone who I, who is uninteresting to me right so so like i just need like a base like a pretty pretty face all right i can work with that let's see if you're not awful that's that's the trouble you're trying <laughs> i'm trying you're trying your best i really am i could maybe be putting in i've tried to help for... sometimes but i'm not i'm not a good wingman and i'm not good at other people's love you sh- it's not it's not your burden it's that you aren't you know people ultimately have to like figure that shit out that's, on their own that's very true you know it's yeah. it's my tempest <laughs> Ow, i'm gonna keep plugging it good enough ba, 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 that's ba. terrible <laughs> you just burn your book you're like i hate this now it's, it's enough said <laughs> i feel like such a dick for writing that oh yeah i don't know if we caught that on air yeah so oh. ryan, ryan wrote like a, a really nice personalized message in my copy of the book and he also said something like nuff said in it and there's this like mandala effect thing about my podcast where a couple of people think that it's called nuff said when it's not <laughs> but i was trying to convince myself that i was using nuff as a pun yeah and, and i just don't it, think that that's now what you're I realizing what I, really happened which is fine i won't I even give myself that kind of a credit and i appreciate again the self-awareness <laughs> the honesty the truth I, I appreciate all that yeah um so scary movies obviously had to factor into your writing of and love course. of writing a lot so so there's you have, definitely some horror you in have this book. don't be- get me wrong you have beautiful horror tattoos that i've always been obsessed with there there's the um i know there's at least the halloween one and i forget the others but, you um, had to. You should have done your research and known what <laughs> you, was you need to under know. my sleeve. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have my alien. I have a xenomorph on my arm. Oh, that is and so. And I have Pennywise on my arm. Badass. Is and that's. The... I'm like holding my arm to the microwave, microwave microphone. Yeah. Like they can. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, just it... they can see it. Yeah. And then I have Dracula behind my arm. That is so. Oh, and cool. I have a Rocky Horror Picture Show tattoo on my leg. Let's do the time warp again. <laughs> I was um, recently asked for a different interview, not to like drop that I'm doing so many interviews. God damn but <laughs> I, I, I can't believe I was able to get you in uh, here, man. Yeah, so, I'm just so booked so all the time. Um, but they asked what my favorite like play was yeah. or my favorite musical. 
I was like, they're going to know I'm not a fan of musicals when yeah. I put Rocky Horror yeah. Picture Show. <laughs> but I did anyway. Um, That's fair, though. Like, you yeah. don't, I mean, musicals are one of those things. If you weren't exposed to them specifically, like, if if, if, if no one really yeah. brought you into the world, it's uh, very few people get into it. Like, I perform musicals and I don't l- watch or listen to musicals. Really. Right. Like, I mean, I can appreciate the art and I think they're yeah. really cool. Like, yeah. if I sit down and watch one, I'll probably enjoy it. Oh, but... you should. They're, they're so goddamn I've entertaining. Seen so many that I'm just like, it takes me totally out of it when they break down into song. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, and I'm it, like, and it should make it makes no sense because I can watch like someone's guts fall out of them and in, in a movie. Yeah, and they're fine. Well, th- I, I was that was so, another thing that I wanted to get back to about dichotomy oh, yeah. and you was the fact that you, I mean, someone talked to you for thirty seconds and know you're like the sweetest person, no matter how <laughs> much darkness is in your soul and, my or what you put can out hear there. This. You you are so got <laughs> you are such a sweetheart, uh-huh. but you love this you love horror and uh i so is there like a particular genre of horror that you're into like i know personally the one that i could like enjoy on my own without like some horror most horror is like so scary i don't really want to watch alone that's not my thing even though i love horror movies i need to be watching it with a person that's just you know i'm I'm a child in that sense however gore (laughs) i could watch any gore I love yeah. gore movies. Do I'm, I would I, I'm a self described like gore whore. Like I <laughs> I could watch the goriest shit. Love it. Eat eat it up. It's great. I could eat food while watching it. Great. Oh yeah, no. But I me. I as far as like tense scary movies, I'm not watching that shit alone. I thought you said tense like camping, and I was like, I'm terrified what? of camping. No, um, like Friday the Thirteenth. Like- right. <laughs> <laughs> so like, is there a genre you stick um, to or? I, I I guess my my go to is always slasher, just because you could do so much with it. Right. And I'm a sucker for like simplicity. That's why Halloween is my favorite. Mm-hmm. And I will shamelessly say it's my favorite movie ever, just because they do so much with so little. Right. It's just a guy with a knife. Like they didn't. It wasn't even fall. They were in California. They had to get leaves and dump them on the ground. That's awesome. Themselves. And I think that's awesome. I love yeah. the little details and everything. Yeah, that is really cool. And dude. like making more than what you've got. Right. Yeah. Yeah, no, there's um, that ingenuity that comes. Uh, horror movies are are historically pretty low budget. Yeah, and and that ends up making really creative creative choices and what they're able to get on the screen and and some of these like classic horror movies that like you know stand the test of time were shot on such shit budgets. Oh yeah, and yeah. but. But the effects that they were able to manage, like to this day, some of the stuff is still pretty jarring, you know. Mm. And um, like I, oh, I'm yeah. still one for I love a practical effect, you know. I, I love just in practical effects for those who don't really uh, know the term. It's not CGI. It's like right. They use something like molding and they use something in in and... real life to um they use something in real life to simulate what you're seeing on screen. It's it's magic in a way, like yeah. not magic at like actual sorcery but magic in the same sense that magic is done on stage there's allu- yeah. illusions yeah. that that make you know and these particular people want to make illusions out of murdering whatever <laughs> <laughs> it's just being creative and, yeah. and yeah so as far as like from a writing aspect like is there any that like inspire you hmm. like for me i would oh, say definitely the witch was like which one is the witch? That was the one that was like nothing happens until the end with the goat, with the black billy goat. Okay. Um, I'm not sure if I've ever and it's, seen it. It like reads like a Shakespearean play because it's, it's actually like written as though they were in like the puritanical era. Yeah. Um, And it's literally just a family that gets kicked out of a village and they have to like survive on their own in, in a world where they're so like God fearing and, and um scared of witches in the woods. Right. 
They're literally just terrorized by, by what they think or may or may not could be a witch. Is that M. Night Shyamalan? No. No, okay, yeah. Um, are, I know people are like hit or miss on that guy. Some people can't stand him. Some yeah. people love his work. Uh, I know personally one of my favorite ones. It's more of a thriller, if anything, though. Devil. I like Devil. Uh, it's one of my favorite movies. Yeah. It's the w- twist at the end was like, I was like, this couldn't be better. This yeah, is great. It's, it was one of the cases. what I wanted. It was one of the cases where... <laughs> where uh, where his twists actually pay off. You get the yeah. goosebumps. You weren't expecting it. Right. You're like, oh, 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 shit. Okay. <laughs> Did you see The Visit? Oh, yes. That's a good one. Oh, I just got goosebumps thinking <laughs> of that movie. Good. You got uh, The Visit with the, the grandparents. Um, I'm literally getting like nauseous <laughs> thinking of that twist. That twist made me so uncomfortable. I, I don't want to spoil it. Because yeah. I, I'm, sure, I'm sure a lot of people haven't seen it. But it was one of those ones, didn't see it coming. And as it yeah. happens and you realize what's happening, you're like... Oh shit! This is my worst nightmare. Whoopsie daisy! Yeah, you know it's it's one of those. This is my worst nightmare, but I've never thought of it. You know, like yeah. All right, here's my worst my worst nightmare: like losing a family member. I, I hate to bring it up, but like we we all I feel that's right. a very relatable one. It's right? something that you you fear, but you don't know how bad it's going to be until it probably exactly. Happens, now this so. was like one of those ones where it's just as bad. That's it's my worst nightmare for this to happen. Never in my mind have I ever thought of this situation happening that happens right. in the visit yeah, you know? yeah yeah that is great right that's a really good example of great writing used to do yeah. something real and it's something scary. so simple just like literally like the flip of a switch yeah you're like oh and then i would i s- probably should have seen this yeah coming. Yeah. yeah and then something yeah. visually jarring for me was uh mama uh, I actually have not seen that. You would love it. You yeah. you really but I should love watch Guillermo it. del Toro. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's it. Yeah, that one is. It's got some fucked up imagery of the warped faced mother ghost thing. Oh god, and it, <laughs> it, it it does use the hacky trope of the upside down uh uh sprawl walking. You know that that oh, ex- exorcist thing. Yeah. It, it, it use it, but it use it in a way that's like wow. It's, I can't believe this is still fresh and scary. Right. You know, it's, yeah. it's been used in so many damn movies. Are there any like scary movie tropes of yours that you love or hate? Um, I mean, everybody hates when they run up the stairs instead of running out the front door. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, yeah. But what? But, what is that about? Yeah. yeah. But I'm like, it's one of those things where like you know your house better than they hopefully do. Yeah. Um, and so now you're, you're probably thinking a... of like, what can I like? I have more. I don't know. There's probably like in the moment kind yeah. of adrenaline things that yeah. I'm gonna run upstairs and ru- run for into a some closet. Reason. Yeah, I don't know. And you're in a you're in. But a I re- would hope in real life you wouldn't do. That. Yeah, no, no, get out of the house. But I'm never gonna be like I would do this because you say that, and then when someone comes running after you, you're not gonna do probably what you think you're gonna mm-hmm. do. Yeah. So. Yeah, the uh, I think the the one that's fucked me up the most, and also one of my fa- probably my favorite horror. It's up there. Devil's up there too. But one of my favorite horror movies, because it's one of those, like, I don't know what I would do. I was disturbed. The movie really had me disturbed, was Oculus. That's a good one. It is I disturbing. Love that one. This mirror that is, that's, it's just a mirror. That's yeah. the bad guy in the movie is a mirror. I'm like, is that a The Flanagan mirror, movie? however, has, it, it has an area of influence where it can, uh, it, 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 like a, like a bubble of influence where it could take you over it could it could make yeah. you see shit it could yeah. it could fuck with your brain it could fuck with cell service it just messes with like what is real and what is not exactly it makes the whole it, movie. It, it, it exactly and that's yeah. what it's doing to the viewer yeah. which is really great they, they do a really that. good job of making you feel what like the actors are feeling yeah exactly uh any any standouts for you 
other than the ones um, that you have tattooed on you because those are classics oh. <laughs> and as like know, tropes or movies in general well, yeah, um, i mean i loved hereditary that was like oh my god wasn't that, that was one of those movies where i love it because when you watch it over and over again you're gonna notice something different every time something really new. Oh, i haven't yes. watched it since now i need 100%. to go watch it um, everything so, means something there's like scribbles on the wall behind people and there's like the things they're saying like if someone fuck. shouts another language it usually means something. i need to go watch that so there's like the the i don't i guess it's not a spoiler there's like a cult yeah yeah no that's um, that's, that's there that's, are that's cult people hidden throughout the movie come on in that, places where it's not obvious that just gave me and i'm like ew i don't like that either. i love that okay i gotta go thank yeah, you yeah, i have yeah. to go back and watch it now mm-hmm. so um I have a friend who I I normally don't say his first and last name, but he's going to be a future guest. So Joey Joyce, who's uh, he's one of my best friends. He's a director, oh, and he is an absolute movie uh, movie fiend, movie movie cinephile, cinephile. That's it. And I take his recommendations on like gospel. Like I don't need. So the thing about Hereditary is I only knew the word Hereditary. I took oh, completely. That's almost better. I it was better. It, I, I got such an. I don't care about previews. I barely oh, you ever watch. You saw it though. Yeah. Oh, okay, I don't okay. really watch previews of movies. I, yeah. I just, I'm not really into it because. And and when Joe says, you know, tells me a movie that I need to see, I just I love going like no, no preview, nothing. Just I go to right. a movie and watch it with yeah. them. And so all I knew is that it's called Hereditary. I I, would, I didn't even know there was a horror. Oh, that's even. Better. Oh my god, man! Yeah. I could have never imagined that first like half hour. You're like, okay, I, yeah. That per- that's not what yeah. I thought was and going to happen. And then the yeah. fucking party scene followed by saying. the yeah. drive. Oh my. Talk about. But they foreshadow it beforehand. They do. They do. In a, oh, God damn it. I can't wait to go watch this movie now. I'm going to read this book. I'm going to watch yeah. this movie. I'm going to get into just such a depression this weekend. No, I'm just kidding. I can't wait. I cannot wait. Um, so, yeah, man. I, I'm, I'm really proud of you for putting stuff out, though. Thank you. It's, I appreciate it, it. It's it's one thing to just scribble poetry into a notebook. I'm not s- saying there's anything wrong with that. But no, no. It takes a specific type of vulnerability. Yeah, thank to, you. And to put something out there. Yeah, and I, this one's a lot more personal. So awesome. There's a lot of... I try not to be too too uh, specific. Right, which is a nice... Because I want people to relate to right. it, but I also don't want to be too abstract and vague. So there's a lot of like stories of me in there. Cool, but there is fiction, so don't assume every poem's about me. That's that honestly, and that's the that's that's like the what I like about writing is that you're you're creating a thing where you're pulling from the truth, and not always it's not always just the truth that you need to tell to accomplish what you're trying to do. So you could you could have some creative uh <clears throat> what's it called when when you creative license yeah or, yeah, or just like freedom yeah yeah exactly yeah, yeah. creative freedom like yeah this a lot 90 percent of this is the truth i'm gonna stretch a little bit of this to make it a little bit more interesting a little yeah. bit more relatable <laughs> a little less personal whatever it is right and i love that about you know writing in general is right. that you you kind of weave your own reality yeah and then that's something i've learned uh, especially from the first book is that i'm like no matter what you write no matter how much of yourself you want to put in it, there's always going to be a piece of you in there and it's going to be your own. If that makes sense. Hell yeah. Like I want it to be totally fiction, but it's not, there's always going to be things that I'm drawing from me and there's going to be a piece of me in there regardless. So it's so again, how everything is related. It sounds like you're mm-hmm. describing like writing a character and, yeah, and, 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 and exactly. like, like for, for acting, I know that so all the characters you see in a script, a lot of them, whoever wrote the thing, they were pulling from real experiences in their life and they ba- right. they could have maybe just changed a name of someone they really know and then wrote the entire character around them. 
right. but it's not real. But you're still the one writing it. Yeah. So there's still going to be that piece of you in there regardless. It's so cool. And then it's still your perspective of that. them. Yeah. They, if they were, so if you write something about someone else, right. And if they write that same thing about themselves, it's probably not going to be so the same. There's a reason why we have a separate word for biography and autobiography. Well, yeah, <laughs> no, for real. Totally. Cause, yeah. Cause a biography is someone's te- imagine a biography written by, from, by your mortal enemy. It's going to be way yeah. different than an autobiography and a way different than a biography written from your best friend's perspective. Right, you right. Know? But I'm super nice, so it's always going to be like... Oh, he finally said it, folks. <laughs> I got him. I got him. I never... Well, I guess I didn't no, deny you're you constantly saying, saying I was nice. Yeah, you're yeah. constantly make, making these nods to you being like some asshole or something. I'm like, you're Ryan. What? You're I don't want to be one of those writers that thinks he's like all that in a bag of chips. So... Oh, well, yes, nobody I'm says 70 that years ever. old. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you don't have to think that. I know, I'm but... not, I know I can swear, but yeah. I'm just not no, doing that. That's fine. I'll do the swearing because no, you, you'd want... You, you, I've already sworn in this, so yeah, it's too it's late fine. for me. I mean, I'm already in too deep. And I'm trying to keep all the blood in my head but instead I'm going, going under. under. Sorry, I was just on such an we emo We harmonized. That was perfect. That was beautiful. Yeah. That was so nice. We should start so, a pop punk band. Dude, don't fucking test me. I write... Mu- so we're I am rap. not musically inclined at all, so... That, so I actually write songs. Like right. It's, I, I, that was but the first we both thing. have to sing, and there would be no band because neither of us can play. Well, maybe you can play an instrument. I could play the ukulele, the harmonica, and drums. All oh. things that aren't barely instruments. They're, okay, but no, if no. you do all those three things together, that's got, a band. You got a band, baby. That <laughs> <laughs> um, would sound awful. So, uh, so you yeah, know, I, 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 like, that was my first writing I ever got into. When I was like 12 years old, I started writing songs on my own. And then, you know, every now and then I go back into my notes, and there's... I probably have about an album's worth of songs. I would love to one day like get a quick, get a band together just for recording purposes, get an album in there. Just, just so, just so I have something that I, cause in the same way that like I can, I love podcasts. I contribute to podcasts. I love acting comedy. I contribute to these things. I would love to do the same with music and put on an album one day, but it takes a little bit more resources than a podcast, but I'll do it eventually. (laughs) But Ryan, uh, you've probably, I know you've listened to some of my episodes, so you might, no, no, this one's coming. But uh, yeah. at the end of every episode, uh, I like to. I ask my guests to speak something into infinity. That just means that this could, these episodes could be hosted forever. Maybe people could be listening to this fifty years from now, right? And mm. everything we say, we're speaking into infinity. But I use that as a prompt for the last question to end it on a whatever note you want it to be. It could be oh. a piece of advice or a piece of something to remember you by, so the audience, whatever. Okay. I probably should have thought about this before today. No, every, every, <laughs> but I did, and every, it's a thing I do know you do this, so I should assume that. No, don't yeah. worry about it. Every, um, every, no. I guess, I guess this is more. I mean, I guess this is for anyone. Like, however you identify yourself today, if it's if it changes in a week, if it changes in an hour, you're it's still valid. Doesn't matter. Who cares? I fucking loved that. Yes, I needed to hear that. You're saying that Stefano, was to me. if you're gay in one hour, no, no, goddamn. Then you're still valid. We still love you. You're always trying to fucking turn me. I don't know what it is with you, dude. It's so bad. I'm not. You are perfect the way you are. Thank you. But if you're different next week, you're still perfect the way you are. Uh, you're the, as you're long the best. as you haven't like killed anybody today anyway (laughs) (laughs) i do not condone that (laughs) as long as you as long as you're only writing and filming simulations of people being murdered and making beautiful horror stories now that's great that's a a, a beautiful little note to end on i love that man so where could people find you 
your, your um, plug your socials and make sure yeah. you make sure you speak these titles of your books and where to find them clearly so people can go look them up. You can find me at my website, which is nothingpeak.com. Spelled just like nothing those. Nothing peak. Nothing peak. Cool. Like the peak of a mountain. Nice. It's actually the title of one of my poems in Haunt. Ooh. Which probably Stefano should have already known, but it's okay. Shut up. I don't. <laughs> come on. But you can follow me there. You can find where the books are available there. Awesome. Tempest is available anywhere books are sold. What's the best one for you? You know, because I know like. Best. Which book is like the best? The, no, no. What's the best uh, way to buy it oh, for you? Where, um, where you get the most incentive. I mean, of course. Because you're speaking say, directly to people buying right now. Yeah. So. I mean, obviously buy wherever you can um, and want to. I but you'd but prefer I, it. I mean, I, I'm always going to tell you to shop local and to uh, IndieBound will actually tell you where you can either buy or ask for the book in bookstores near you. Like yeah, it's I, UP, uh, UPS. Yeah. <laughs> it's GPS, kind of like your location. Cool. These are bookstores near you that have the book. So, but if you shop at bookshop.org, it'll tell you it, every um, purchase, some of the money goes towards indie bookstores. Love that. Yeah, I I, I second that, guys. Please shop local if you can. Mm-hmm. I should start plugging that in general on the podcast more. Yeah, uh, shop I local. Have inf- yeah, please. God, that, as if these fucking massive corporations need to get any bigger. <laughs> it's like, there's one day it's just going to be Amazon. It's going to be the only place you could buy stuff yeah. from. So we need to prevent that from happening. Uh, as always, you guys, you can find me at Stephabro93 on Instagram, at Stephabro on Twitter, at Podcast. Uh, at on Instagram for anything directly related to the podcast, uh, and yeah, that's all the stuff. You good, Ryan? I think we had. I'm good. I think we had a great one today. Yeah, this was fun. That was fantastic. To do this for like three more hours. Hell yeah! <laughs> well, you're always welcome back on. Put out another book, or if you just want to talk about some bullshit, it's whatever, I'm man. Down. You're you're a friend of the show now, and Aww. we were really glad to have you. Thanks. On glad that note, we'll see you guys next time. And as always, drink more water and be nicer to each other.